No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. All right, we are back with another episode of Con Air Radio. Of course, we are your hosts. We got Tab. Hello, hello, hello. We have Amy. Hola. And of course, big fairy, uh, big furry hat guy. Big fairy hat guy. Big, big, big furry hat guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. That's Jared. Uh, I, I liked it from the last time that that happened. You, so didn't you mess that up last week? I, I did, I did, but I liked it, so I kept it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So how's uh, how's everybody doing this week? Very good. Very, very good. 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 Yeah. Good week. Good week. Yeah, I, I have to say real quick. Uh, have you guys seen the new Beauty and the Beast movie? No, I have not. Mm-hmm. I've heard it was good. Oh, it is amazing. I recommend everybody go watch it. And uh, definitely bring tissue. Aww. Tissues. Oh, great. I, I'm not going to lie. I actually cried. Aww. Lie, so. <laughs> I actually did that earlier today. I went back over my, uh, my movies because... Uh, uh, Remember, uh, Phoenix Comic Con is coming, right? And uh, one of the guys that's going to be there is uh, Charlie Cox from Daredevil. Mm-hmm. He actually was in one of my favorite movies. Uh, that's a fantasy called Stardust. Ooh, that, oh yeah, that's right. He was in that. Yeah, he was in that, and I couldn't believe it. I had to watch it, and I'm sitting there going, "I've seen this thing I don't know, 15, 20 times," and I'm crying. <laughs> what uh, the hell? All <laughs> right. So we we got somebody uh, somebody with us today, Miss <gasps> Denise Gary. Hello. Yay, hello. All right, and, uh, of course, you're here to promote Kids Need to Read. That's right. That's right. So, of course, we're going to be talking to you about that throughout the show. Yeah? Yay. So, that's going to be fun. I'm happy to be here. Good. Good. So, first up, we need to know about Denise. About we need some <laughs> history to find out how you, how did you end up with this project? That's a crazy story, actually. Okay, give us the brief one. Yeah, <laughs> but I can kind of truncate it. But I, every uh, nonprofit I talk to says it's the the craziest trajectory of a nonprofit they've ever heard of. But uh, you know, basically, we were a fan group. I had I was a a part of a fan group for a brown coat fan group of fans of Firefly and you Serenity. Can say it. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, we, I got a little bored with that and decided to do a little spinoff group, and we uh, guerrilla marketing mm-hmm. for basically for the Star Affiliate, and we were he, nobody knew who he was back then. Of course, I, now people know him from. I still don't know who is this guy. <laughs> Who's he? I don't know either. <laughs> he, 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 uh, uh, Captain Hammer in that. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. yes, Captain Hammer. Yeah, that's I remember. A yes, absolutely. <laughs> But, uh, of course, a lot of people know him now from Castle. He was ABC's Castle. But anyway, uh, you know, we back then nobody knew who he was. So we were doing all these little uh, guerrilla marketing projects. And we would, like, we would, and, of course, the Internet was just kind of new back then. So mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we did still by email. Like, so we mm-hmm. were bombarding People magazine to put him in the sexiest man alive, which we succeeded. He wasn't on the cover, but he was in the That's right. That's right. So we did that. And lots of other things. And the, the key was, I told people, you cannot tell him. Because he was on MySpace at that time. Right. That was MySpace days. And you just dated this whole project. I know. <laughs> that, right. And I said, you cannot tell him. We're not doing this for his attention. You're doing it to be kind and fun. And I kind of, you know, people were kind of trying to get the grip. And I said, it's kind of like ninjas. You know, you do everything. Disappear. That's right. Quick and disappear. And so that caught on. 
And so we, were, we became known as Nathan's Ninjas. And, uh, <laughs> and to this day, our volunteers are still called Ninjas. But anyway, one of the projects was to... Uh, Nathan had recorded the first three chapters of an author's chi- children's book called uh, The Softwire, and the author was P.J. Harzma. And, um, Which we did interview a while ago. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. great, yeah. So uh, in the process of that, we, well, we wanted to get it made into a full recording mm-hmm. of the whole book, the entire book. So we were bombarding the publisher and all this, and finally I had to break the codes and uh, write to PJ and say, try to explain who we were, what we were doing, and and without sounding insane, you know, <laughs> which was hard. Kind of hard to do. It was yeah. like one of the longest letters I ever wrote, and it was like a paragraph. <laughs> when talking to any celebrities, that almost sounds insane. Well, yeah, it's yeah. like, I sound like a nut, you know. So anyway, I wrote him and asked him if we were having any effect, and of course, he's like, who are you? What are you doing? And for an author to have people, you know, supporting him like that, he was very excited. He was like wanting to know more. So anyway, long story short, he approached Nathan and said, you know, there's this group of people and they are um, these fans and they're full of passion and energy and we should do something good with them. And so it was actually Nathan who came up with the idea uh, behind Kids Need to Read, which was basically at the time, it was more simplified than what we are now, but it was basically to provide books to libraries in need. Uh, So that's how it came about. And it just... It grew from there. And you were originally based in Texas. In Texas. I'm really a Cajun girl. I'm from Louisiana. (laughs) I love the crawfish and gumbo. I've seen the proof of that, too. She's had two two of those. Is there not going to be another one? I don't know because we, when we changed, well, I loved that event. I absolutely loved it. We used to have a crawfish boil. We did it a couple Mm. years in a row, but we changed offices and we no longer have that outdoor space that we had. We had a private outdoor space there in the other place because it was like an old house that was. Mm -hmm. Now we're in a needed a warehouse badly, so now we're just in a warehouse situation. It makes it difficult because if you pay for a place, then you lose. You don't make any money, and so, so if anybody has a place they like to let's use, for I have a nice big piece. Well, we give you free crawfish. <laughs> I have a big piece of property, but it'd be like a ten-mile drive for. Well, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a ten-mile drive from this side of Mesa. Yeah, that's a catch too, is yeah. to try and be in a general centrally located. But anyway, yeah, that's that's why I did that crawfish boil. It's part of my legacy. My actually, my grandfather started the crawfish farming industry in Louisiana. He traveled the countryside uh, teaching rice farmers how to grow crawfish in their patties. And, um, That's cool. So they gave mm. them an economic boost during their off-season and all this. So he, he oh, just, wow. he worked for this, he was a biologist for the state of Louisiana. So he, he put, he, he created this billion-dollar <laughs> industry. You don't even make anything. But anyway, then I, I grew up in Texas after, after I was like 11. I, we moved and I grew up in Texas, but, and I started Kids Need to Read online in Texas, and that was the weird thing, is starting a, a nonprofit online, that's just not normal, you know, <laughs> it's not how it's normally done, and somebody uh, told me, he was a kind of a bigwig guy in the nonprofit world, and he said, I bet, I think you're probably the first to ever start that way, and, um, but anyway, uh, when it finally, it took off and it was doing well and it was really supposed to be finite see pj and nathan really only wanted it for a short period of time and it was really and they'll tell you this it was mostly to promote 
PJ's book. The software. That's mm-hmm. right. And do some good, but to promote his book. But by the end of the that time period, it was about seven months, and I told PJ, you know what? This is really important, and I'm doing all the need. And that was before the big economic crash. Right. Right. But even back then, it was I was seeing these fools have funding for books. Hadn't had new books in 20 years. Stuff like that. It was just crazy. And I didn't know that really existed. So I really like to take this and make it a legal nonprofit in this and work in this area. And so he said, okay, go for it. You know. <laughs> so I, at that point, I knew I had to move somewhere. We're all, all over the country. Right. And I needed to move somewhere to start fundraising, like physical. We were just doing everything online. So what was the decision to move to Mesa, Arizona? Well, that, that's, that's, <laughs> I could have moved anywhere Correct. in the U.S., anywhere. I could have stayed in Texas. But our, I was noticing our biggest base of support was here in the Phoenix area, basically. Wow. It was because PJ had a following here. Mm-hmm. So we had a bunch of support, and there was a lot of need here because Arizona is one of the Correct. rated states in literacy. And we don't like that rating. No. No, it's, it's, it's improving slightly, but it's still it's still the fifth. <laughs> so... Um, uh, that that's so. It was that comic. okay. I have something to build on. Fe- I knew the director of Phoenix Comic Con, which I know talk, and that was just crucial. That wound up being crucial. I didn't know it at the time. I knew I could approach him. That's all I knew. And uh, in fact, when so I made the move, and my husband was a saint to go along with it. But he's nine years old. He was getting closer to retirement age, and I said, you know what? I've been supporting your work all these years. I would like to do this. And he said, okay. So. We just came here on a wing prayer. I mean, a wing and a prayer. And really, we almost didn't make it because his job that he was working, he had contacted the office here. And this lady said, yes, we'll have something for you. Come on. Then we then got then. here. She was gone. Uh-huh. And the lady who took her place was a young girl. She didn't care at all. Uh, we don't have anything. And we were like, oh, my God. And that was right at the crash, 2008, when everything crashed and there were no jobs. And we're like, we're we're in trouble, and uh, so he contacted the office back in Dallas, and they said go into their office, and just sit there and don't leave until the manager sees you, because the manager will want you once he sees you. And so he did. We both went in there like looking, it's all sad and forlorn, you know. And sure enough, they did it. They hired him, but. But we went a long time out, and I was getting really worried. Then I got a part-time job because at the time, Kids Need to Read had no funds, for, correct? You know, mm-hmm. salary. So I was working free. If I remember you correctly, know. you were still living in your fifth wheeler for yeah. Well, what happened while. in Texas for a while? We were doing a sales route in mm-hmm. Texas, Louisiana. My my husband had been a photographer his whole life, uh, a professional photographer studios and a lab. It was a big operation, and then when digital was coming. Just in the nick of time, we yeah. had all hundreds of thousands of equipment and all this stuff, cameras. We had to get rid of it and if it waited. We would have been stuck with all that. So anyway, so there was that, and he uh, so that, and he traveled around selling um, frames and until the crash. <laughs> yeah. And then they laid off all their sales. And also, yeah, so we were sort of stuck in. Just the mat, or oh yeah, oh that yeah. Sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> I do that. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lot. Anyway, uh, so when I was in, 
before we moved here, I told, well, anyway, you're, the R, we had that. Right. And so that was the reason why we put everything in storage and we could come here. So it's the only reason why we made it. But anyway, um, I, did, and I said, I'd really like to talk to you, you know, moving there. Okay. I made an appointment for the week we got there. I mean, I, it was just to talk to him, and I'm very naive, you know. I'm very new and green, nonprofit, and, you know, I'd never done anything. I'd help my husband run his businesses, but some nonprofit is completely different from retail. So anyway, I, you know, I say, you know, could, could we be your sponsored charity? <laughs> you know, like, like, it's like, like just, and he said, yeah. <laughs> this is after we talked about kids need to right, run a little bit. Right. And I was like, we can't? <laughs> we will? We can And he's like, yeah. How many years ago? That was in 2000, of 2009, so that was seven, eight years, eight? Was that, that, I think that was like oh, the no, year. No, more, it's like nine years ago. That was like the year before, I think I started. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, anyway, um, but it's, it's interesting because I had just hit it at the right time. You know, he, Phoenix comes all the time, little, been around a little longer than we had. So they didn't have a sponsored charity, but he was seeking that. And he had actually, I hope he doesn't mind me, but he actually sought someone else. He was seeking, trying to get somebody else to do this. Mm-hmm. And they were balking at it. <laughs> and so he said, well, then you came and here you were talking with all this passion about what you're doing. And he was like, yes. Because <laughs> here's these others and they're like, well, I don't know. So and we are the lucky ones. And I just pinch myself all the time because other convention does for their charity, mm-hmm. what this one does. When I first got involved, I, I think the big thing for me was the Geek Prom. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was big at Comic-Con, and then you had a big booth. Well, we had a It, the, it was yeah. the, the smaller booth. Yes. And then uh, over the next year, two, you still did the, uh, the Geek Prom. Uh, your booth got right. down, because now you <laughs> take up like two different areas now yeah. almost. Yeah. Uh, and they have then, an island. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> that they give to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and the cool thing is, is now they're running, I, I don't know how many events. <laughs> a multitude. Of <laughs> all benefit kids need to yeah, read. Yeah. Plus, they give us now, last year, this year, the first 100 of their fast passes. All of them. And they're $250 each. So that's yeah, $25,000. Yeah, those, are, those dollars. aren't cheap. I out of a pocket. That's not just running an event and here you get you that we earn this money and we're giving it to you. That's amazing. That's Nobody does that. No other convention does that. I've never heard of a one. But they give us twenty five thousand right off the bat, the top, right off the top. From all these events for us, there's a uh, poker tournament for us. There's the a big Saturday night party for us. A lot of the costumers things mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. You know all the different groups. There's sketch for us, all kinds of sketch offs. So, just goes on and on. And then there's things we do. We programming too now. We wanted to give back. So we have programs the youth fashion show and we have a um, Stephen Riley program is unbelievably great. Still love his yes. work. I haven't had the chance to stop in and really pay a whole lot of attention because I've been volunteering yes. for the, the, the Star Worldwide Networks. But uh, uh, it, it, I love Steve Riley's work. Yeah, his, his books, his put, drawings. Everything. He does the best children's program presentation I have ever seen. He's a you know he's an author he's self published but he his books are really cute and uh, but most authors go and it's sort of built. Mm-hmm. well his is not nope. his is all for the kids it teaches them how to create and and teaches them really how easy they process of creating character and uh, setting but it's also hilarious that the kids don't even 
know they're wrong, but at the end, they just they want to make their own stories, and it's just unbelievable. So we always bring them every year for Phoenix Comic Con to give back something to the. Also bring them in December too for to schools. Area. Actually, now that I think about it, we should try to talk talk him into being on the podcast Comic Con. He's hilarious. He'd totally do it. Yeah. And he's, he doesn't. Yeah, hilarious. He's so laid back. Do, you want to do this? Sure, sure, whatever. No, he doesn't say whatever. He says, oh, sure. I'll reach out to him. We'll have to have him on the podcast. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights from my room in the Hyatt. So. Oh. <laughs> we, could even be, uh, we might even be on the floor on Star Worldwide Networks at least once. I'm not sure. Fun. <laughs> at least like, doing stuff straight from the, straight from the conference. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, just so much stuff going on there. And uh, I should mention that the Arizona Coyotes sponsor... The Stephen Riley's book. Well, give kids last books. year was, I think, the first year, wasn't it? Uh, second. Second. Year. Yeah, this okay. will be the kids' books. For you know, we have a backpack full of books and all magazines. Who they give us tens of thousands of magazines every year. Right. Great support. And so the coyote, coyote sponsor this so we can give the kids. I actually was doing uh, after my mom had left. She was here last. She uh, she had left at like five o'clock in the morning, and uh, about I walked up to the Apache Junction Library where con. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. LipCon. Yeah, we yeah, were there. LipCon, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, I hung around there for a little bit, and I talked to uh, a couple of people, and one of the guys I talked to is uh, Tapestry Co- uh, Comics. Okay. And he actually said that he was, uh, I guess, donating uh, oh, like yes. a dollar per, per uh, graphic novel to uh, kids need to read. Yeah. <laughs> just, like just everywhere you go, there's people. A lot of that awareness is because of Phoenix Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So not only do they raise this incredible, and by the way, I should say last year they raised all together between our booth and everything. Most Our booth is a small part of this, but uh, everything we raised $60,000. That's incredible. Or actually, That's 64, 64,000. And 50,000 of that was directly Phoenix Comic Con's wow. donation. Oh. It's uh, pretty incredible. But we have all of these, like you're saying, there's so many artists that support us through giving us th- things for raffle prizes. Mm-hmm. And so we have raffles at our table, and those do really well. And so the support is just unbelievable but it's it's because of the awareness that they've raised for us everywhere i go in phoenix now people oh yeah i've heard of it. kids need to read and that's really exciting yeah, i mean we we i've actually had my own my own dealings with kids need to read uh, i've i've seen you guys positive i oh, hope oh all, always <laughs> positive uh, from uh, from phoenix comic con from uh, actually not too long ago it was a couple months ago uh, you guys were at the Barnes and Noble at uh, Chandler Fashion. Yes, uh, and actually, one of my one of my friends was working uh, was working with you guys. And uh, every every time that I've seen uh, something about kids need to read, it's it's not a small thing. That, that that's one of the things that I love about it. It is it is a beautiful nonprofit that is any anywhere it goes anywhere any place it touches comes something big. Oh, and nice. it's I mean I I've heard of kids need to read for years now. I've ne- never had any personal interaction with it up until, you know, maybe two, three years ago where I actually found the booth at Phoenix Comic Con and actually was like, oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> and I love it. And, and, and what, what you guys do for just, just everything you do, it's, it's amazing and it's very, very well put together and very well deserved what you get out of it. Oh, thank you. That makes my heart sing. Mm-hmm. It really does because we do, I think there's there's a lot of energy and a lot of passion 
that we try to put behind everything we do. We do try to really right. think about it. And we try to think about the kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, but also we try to think of the people who are supporting us. Right. And um, so our staff and our volunteers really put a lot of heart into everything. And actually to oh, the yeah. public. That really makes me happy. To yeah. We're going to take a uh, quick break right now. We're going to go ahead and uh, uh, play some commercials. But we'll be back. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, about Kids Need to Read. And we'll get a little bit more in depth on uh, any any events that we got, uh, that you got coming up too. So, so we'll be right back. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. And we are back uh, with Con Air Radio. I'm Amy, and we're interviewing Denise Gary. Um, and I have actually have a question for you. Uh, hey. you. You are the author of a book yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I am. I have a book. It's called The Little Flame, and I don't sell it. I, I, I gave it to kids need to read, and um, we do. We actually sell it, but that goes into a pot to reprint it. So I don't get any any funding from that. Um, but uh, we give it to kids because I wrote it. it the story just kind of came to me. I, I wouldn't call myself an author. You know, that's not my trade. Uh, but it came to me, and I knew it would be a good story for the kids we serve because it focuses on how to overcome anger by uh, by focusing on your goals. And a lot of the kids we serve have a lot of anger issues. So I knew it would be very helpful. So we do events with that, reading story times. You know, we do a lot of story times and parent education, all that kind of thing. And um, I just decided to write it and then I had Stephen Riley who we talked about he's a wonderful artist and he did the illustrations oh I didn't know that yes and uh, his illustrations make the book they're so cute and um, so I loved the work he did and he contributed that and we give it to kids and it's um, really rewarding because I've had a lot of it actually I think appeals to grown ups because I and even older kids I've gone into it's a picture book but I've gone Mm -hmm. into middle school and they get it they get the concept that it's talking because there's a lot of stuff underneath you know (laughs) things like uh, you know they get the the moral of the that's right they get what's going on there's (laughs) a lot of stuff that is very basic for a kid but you realize it's it's about narcissism and hypocrisy and things like that that older people get speaking of that involved with an anti-bullying well yes we had one of our programs see we grew a lot you know originally we just gave books that was what we did. We just gave right. books. But then mm-hmm. we started adding in programs, and one of those programs was Kids in Peace, and it was an anti-bullying program. It basically, it was books that dealt with bullying, but also oh, morality great. and things like that. And those, and then we went into schools and worked with them and presented some programs in class. And um, we still have that available, but we've kind of moved on to some other different... But we, it's still there and still available to a school if it wishes. And I have one teacher that I worked with. He actually changed schools, and he's actually a counselor I've worked with. And he really put that program to use. And so he came to us when he oh, went to this great. new school, and he said, I'd really like to 
utilize that. So he, there is one school we are still working with on that. It should be more, though, huh? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, our problem is we don't have enough funding for all of the big ideas we have. You know, it's like, okay, well, we'll grant right from this or we this. <laughs> you know, we have all these things we to do. And we're, you know, we're still young and growing. And we're, but, you know, little by little. In the short period of time you've been in Arizona, you've grown a humongous amount. Yes. Uh, I come. remember you only having a few, I mean, you, you know, having volunteers. Yes. And your space has always been somewhat limited. And I remember moving into the house, moving out of the small downtown Mesa yeah. <laughs> into the house that had a decent basement um, and then, uh, and, and decent uh, separation areas and stuff like that. But now having a warehouse. Right. But you know, we've even outgrown that. (laughs) We had to rent some storage units (laughs) that there's some right next door to us. We had to get, well, we put this enormous donation, a beautiful library box from greatergood.org. We received 74,000 books from them. Wow. And so I had to rent two. That was third half. to rent. I remember hearing that you guys were still going through some We just finished carrying them all. It was really hard to get them all inventory because the boxes were labeled, but what was in them was not what was on the outside of the box. So we had to take everything out to inventory. We're talking a lot of books. Not complaining because those have been an enormous blessing to us. And so, yes, it was, those those aren't going to fit in our warehouse. (laughs) So Uh, it's time to get out there and get some more space. (laughs) I don't have the funding for it in the library now. Oh, don't don't worry. It'll it'll be provided. Somebody out there is going to listen and be like, you know, I want to, I want to help out. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Well, and that happens a lot. You know, we, we, I always compare, compare it to plate. You know, mm-hmm. We get to this point, and it's like, okay, it really All of a sudden, mm-hmm. something happens. It's right. like they give, you know, and some, some blessing. And those books were a blessing. I mean, they still are. We, you know, we're out, and um, we've given a, a ton of them here in Arizona. And we'd like, and we've shipped a lot out because we serve nationally. Right. But we don't have shipping money to get them. All. We need shipping money right now. If you're listening out there, we really need some money. But um, so, if you were going to donate, where do we go? Need funds for the uh, kidsneedtoread.org/slash/donate. Kidsneedtoread.org/slash/donate. It almost sounds like a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's what we really need a lot right now. But. Um, Arizona's not her. We've, we've given a lot in Arizona with our page coach. We have our, we have our, uh, the page coach that, uh, the the Boeing funded that in full. I could not believe that. I couldn't believe we, we've won. We, at that time we had won three of their annual grants and I did not know that then you, if you've done that, you can be invited to apply for this one larger $30,000 grant. And only one person wins. It's called the Crystal Vision Award. And every year it's kind of different. And this year was education. So I got this email inviting. And you only had like X number of like two or three weeks to do it. And it had to be something completely different that you'd never asked for. And so I was like, oh, we so totally need a mobile outreach unit so badly, you know, because it's just our little cars and trying to take books to, you know, real low socioeconomic areas and things. You know, it was we, we were so limited. Such a wonderful program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I applied for We applied. We, I was going out of town, out of country. My father was taking me on a trip to Ireland. Ireland, I remember. And the I pictures. was like, how am I going to get this done? And I had this fella, well, Lori, my coworker, helped with a lot of ideas. And 
uh, and then I had uh, this um, fellow that used to do the crawfish boil cooking. Well, he, he also helps write grants. He's a beautiful writer. And so he helps me from time to time with grants. And so he, he start, I put him to work on it. With, I said, I just threw ideas at him. <laughs> Hardly any. There's this idea and this idea. And um, I, as I was leaving town in the airport, I'm, I'm texting him just the last ideas that I have. You know, and I said, it's up to you. And never before had I ever submitted, a, let somebody else submit, like hit the button without me reviewing. Mm-hmm. I said, it's all up to you. <laughs> I won't be able to see. And, uh, that, and he wrote the most beautiful yeah. grant I've ever written. That came uh, out to be uh, pretty good. Yeah, I've ever read. Uh, not written. <laughs> he wrote it. <laughs> he wrote it. <laughs> uh, and so we, we were in the top five. And so then I had to go yes. present oh, so to the awesome. board. And I'm like, no, I they don't have a chance. With that. But I really want this. <laughs> I want it so bad. So I just went in there. Full bore, full bore. It's just like I'm, I practically was walking on their broom table. <laughs> it's just like uh, nice. just all flowing out, you know. And we won it. I just couldn't believe it. I was so nice. excited. So it has this beautiful wrap, and it's so much fun. And we went. We took that thing to the Navajo Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to their fair. And we and that's hard to get into a reservation. We went to this uh, Navajo Nation fair, and we were invited in um, through another organization actually. And uh, so it was supposed to be the, it was kids' day, and the teachers bring the kids, and they were bringing them to get books, and these kids have nothing. They have nothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but pretty soon it started spreading around the fair, the word that we were there giving books. So parents and grandparents were coming to us and um, asking if they could have a book too. They needed book. Well, and we gave them more than one. Everybody got more than one book. We gave them actually two books and a highlights magazine and some other things. And, uh, you know, one fiction, one nonfiction, and it was wonderful. And then we had one grandparent came up. She said, you know, I was never taught how to read, but my grandkids are teaching me, and may I please have a book? We're like, oh, That's here. Amazing. We're like, here. Yeah. So we affect, you never know how you know, we affect. I've had people, I had um, an adult lady came up to me at Phoenix Comic actually Phoenix Fan Fest, and said she'd been following us for years, and... She had dyslexia really bad, but she was inspired by us to go back to college. And she graduated college. That's and she credited that to Kids Need to Read. So it's not just kids we affect, you know, it's adults too. You need to put that on the website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inspiration, inspirational. Yeah. Well, we have one more break we need to take. Oh. And then uh, we'll be back and we'll wrap it up from there. BYTS, Beyond Technology Solutions, has a computer repair shop in the East Valley on the southeast corner of Rucker and University, where over the last three years, it has grown in personnel and in reputation for being affordable and efficient. They do PC, Mac, cell phone repairs, and sell refurbished computers. All right, and we're back again with uh, Denise Gary from Kids Need to Read. Uh, so with, uh, with everything that you've done with Kids Need to Read, what would you say is the, the moment you realized you had something bigger than you anticipated? That's a, that's a difficult question because, um, I, well, well, you had me at a loss for words. <laughs> I, I was about to say, that, wait a minute. That's an excellent I, question, though. It, 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 it's, 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 one of those, it's one of those thought-provoking questions. Yeah, I, know. I, I don't know if I could pick a, a moment because, you know, it, it seems like you could look back and see that. But 
everything has been in steps. You know, mm-hmm. it's just this step leads to this step that leads to this step and, you know, and so on and so forth. But uh, I think, well, you know, I think probably early on, it was like late in 2009, I believe, we received a, a large trust payment. Oh, wow. And, um, and that was, we were small still. And, and that was a moment. I would say that was a really big moment for me. And I thought, I, and I wrote her, and I had this person who had donated this, and I told her, you don't know what this is going to do for our organization. You know, we're very small, but, you know, we have a lot of passion, and we really believe in what we're doing, and what you've given us is going to really propel us forward in that. Mm-hmm. And she wrote, I just poured my heart out to her, and she wrote back, and she says, well, it sounds like you could, you have a great organization, and you could, this money could really do a lot for you, more so than what I'm giving to these larger organizations. She says, how about we make, we repeat this for the next 10 years? <laughs> oh, wow. And, I, wow. and, and it was 50000 is the payment, and so annual. And so, so total of 11 years. But yeah. that was a moment for me that I knew that that gave us a chance. That, that right there would give us a chance to survive because at the time I was working 80 hours a week and I was really getting a little bit of brain fog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After a while, that gets you, to you. You get, you get a little burnt yeah. out on it. Because I was you know working another job and then spending almost every other waking moment on Kids Need to Read because when you're doing this, if you're not obsessed with it, you know, only 10% of nonprofits make it. Mm-hmm. Right. They t- uh, people try, you know, only about 10% make it. And you have to be completely obsessed with it. And I was just completely, you're in a mode of, I cannot accept failure. Cannot. And because and, and, it's hard in the beginning, it's just really, really tough. And you have to really fight for your place. There's so much competition, there's so many great causes. And so you're just fighting for your little spot. And so when that money came through, that funding, I should say, came through for us, I, I knew, okay, we've, we've, we've got a shot. Here's a foundation for us. Mm-hmm. And it also enabled me to quit the other job so I could totally focus on Kids Need to Read. It gave That's us you know, a little bit of salary. And she said, you can use it for that because I told her we, we need to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. So she was fine with it. and that, So I would say that's probably that moment but there were there were many times where we thought oh man i don't know if we're gonna make, yeah. you know and it was like and then some some miracle happens again you know and you're like wow i know that um i throughout my poking and prodding on different things i i was surprised to find out that uh, amazon had re, you know I, I go on to amazon so i'm on an amazon smile so now when i buy stuff on amazon they donate to kids Need thank to read. you for choosing <laughs> us out of all the wonderful charities i and, appreciate that. and fries does the same thing fries the vip yeah. card those so. things help you know that it it seems like you know when when amazon says we go on the dollar or something like that and so it doesn't sound like much but when you've got a lot of people doing that it does so we usually get uh you know like 150 or something but it but over the year that's a you know almost a that's, thousand that's you know what i mean it kind of pays yeah. out every yeah. month yeah or? it's every every quarter well, so well, it's not huge that. but still that's a 
that's a big, that's a lot of books, or that's yeah. a lot of shipping money right there. Right. So it does make a difference. It just does, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's, and, and as we grow, we get more and more, you know, you, have, you, have, you build that. And right. obviously there's probably huge organizations that mm. are getting thousands of dollars every quarter or something. You know, we don't get that. But uh, that money's important to us. It right. is yeah. important. And then you have the VIP card, the same thing, the shopper card. It, it, and it costs people nothing to do these things. You just have to sign up, and it takes a moment. Right. But through your shopping, it helps us. And mm-hmm. so, it's, so you have that, and you have that, and all these things add up. I think I spend more money at uh, uh, Amazon than I do at Fry's. At Fry's. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, okay, I'm going to buy... Gro- I think I spent more of this on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. that's basically how it is. I buy this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, as long as it's going to a good cause, I mm. mean, it, it's definitely something that everyone should be doing. Right. Yeah. And, There's and so I, many people shop there. And right. definitely, I mean, I, I can tell just, just by the way that, that you talk about it, how, how passionate you are for it. I mean, it's just, it is a, it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. And just just to be able to help out, even even in the smallest way, it's something that I mean. I know I'm going to be talking to people. Be like, you know, now now that I know that it has the Amazon smiles and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I I know I'm going to be recommending it to everybody. Right. Just because I mean, it's such a such a great organization. I appreciate that very and, much. And and definitely something that uh, that people need to learn about. People that don't that don't know about it already, which isn't isn't too many from what I guess, but. You know, if if anybody wants to find out more about kids need to read, um, I mean, where where can we find you online? Where can we find you social media? All that all that fun right. stuff. Uh, well, we're of course at kidsneedtoread.org. Mm-hmm. O-R-G, you have to remember the O-R-G. <laughs> O-R-G, yeah. <laughs> kidsneedtoread.org, and of course it's the same. We're on Facebook slash Kids Need to Read. We're on Twitter at Kids Need to Read. We're on Instagram at Kids Need to Read, mm-hmm. <laughs> or slash or whatever it is, Kids Need to Read. Um, so, and, um, LinkedIn, we're there as well. Do you still have the MySpace page? No. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we were bad. In fact, we didn't know when we first started, you weren't supposed to do auctions. And we were doing online auctions through MySpace. Oh, wow. And we were I, like, oh, we can't do that. <laughs> I think I remember something about that. I don't know if it was still around when I first started. I we didn't know that. anything, you know. <laughs> I, I want to try a scientific test um, at Comic-Con. I, I need to get one of those. Well, I have one on my watch. Uh, it's a fitness app. And I want to, I, I want to put a fitness app on, on you during Comic-Con and see oh. what the reading is on Sunday. Oh, of me walking around? That <laughs> would be fun. I can see how that turns around. It says, in the last four days, you have walked 7,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I do. By the end, my my feet are just killing That's me. That's when your next vacation yeah. comes out. Yeah, He's like, yeah. all right, con's done. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> you have to recover. But I do because I'm walking. I try to go and visit every single group and person and that are benefiting us to right. say thank you and to show them how much we appreciate it. And uh, so I hit everything. I have a schedule and I try to go to every single thing and every event and it's really a job. It's, it it's, is. It's, it's all I can do. That's, I've that's tried my to job. intercept with you at, at yeah. Comic-Con and it's like if I don't catch you at the booth, you're gone. I'm not yeah. there. Yeah. That's right. I, I just, I'm rarely at, I mean, I'm there, but I'm, I'm gone again. You know, I'm not there so Lori's there running it and Lori's just wonderful my co-worker Lori uh, um, she's my operations director and I can't say enough for her I mm-hmm. saw her two weeks ago down oh, at Wild Wild West Con wonderful <laughs> yeah. and I have nothing to worry if it's in her hands she's just wonderful and just uh, such a cheerful spirit 
Um, and she cheers me up so much. I'll, <laughs> sometimes I'll come in, I'm a little stressed about, okay, I've got four grants due. And, and she'll just do a little heart at me and a smile. And it just it makes me smile. It's just I, wonderful uh, to have somebody I, like that. I remember your, and I haven't heard much about them recently, so something may have changed, but you usually had a dreaded week-long <laughs> grants thing that you do. You spend like a week filling out grants. Oh, more like than that. that. Oh, yeah, no, more than that. <laughs> yes, I have a whole schedule of grants, a whole spreadsheet that, um, you know, I do. We actually do really well with our grant writing. We have sure. a pretty good success rate. Um, it's not the huge, big national grants, but I would like to go for national grant. We've been working on a program called Read Together, and it's, um, it's all about trying to educate parents the importance of reading. That is the biggest, that's mm-hmm. the number one thing. And um, so we provide books to these schools for kindergarten and first grade. It's enough for them to take home a different book every day to read at home with their parents. And then we send home these tips that explains to parents what it, why it's so important. I'm sorry, I'm facing away from oh, that. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> it's, any, it's still picking up. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, why it's so important and it has all these tips, nothing costs money. And trying to get across to them why this is so critical is just crucial. And this program's going really well, and we've done some case studies on it now and built reports. So why not try... And we've done this, we've had 10 schools in Arizona, and actually nine, I'm sorry, and then 10 more nationally. And I'd like to try and attempt a, a national grant because it is really a good program. Oh, yeah. Now, do you get the opportunity to actually, because I know you ship a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to some of these schools, but have you gotten the opportunity to head out of state to these schools to actually participate when the books arrive or just drop in them? No, on? we've only shipped. And um, the page coaches enabled us to get, we've gone around Arizona, Arizona. where we couldn't mm-hmm. before. So we've gone all over Arizona with it, but I have not gone out of state. And I'd love to, and I'm, I'm sad about that because I would like to have more contact with the, I'd love to like give Stephen Riley's program to these. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good. And, but also we would like to, and I feel like I don't have enough to share Mm-hmm. with people who are supporting us in other states. We're doing a lot for other states. But we're not there to take pictures and, you know, and do right. all that kind of thing. I can only share, like, testimonials and such. But uh, I would have chapters. I'd love to have other yeah, chapters. Yeah, that'd be a good way to, to yeah, do it. I to, mean, your to, volunteers are, are popping out of the woodwork half yeah. the time. So, <laughs> so it's uh, – but that's a big undertaking to do mm-hmm. that. But we've been working – we actually have a contract in place and for that. Uh, just have to find – you know, the right person. It's not like we have money to be paying, Correct. you know, so we right. have to be more like a volunteer chapter in the beginning. Uh, they would sort of have to do their own fundraising and things. So it's a little difficult. You have to have the right person for that. So that's not easy to find. Yeah. But I would love to, um, I would love to spread. I think it's time. Kids Need to Read is kind of, you know, I spent the first years a lot focused on trying to get our infrastructure right. And then it was like, okay, now we really have to get some good solid programs mm-hmm. we've done that so now it's it's that where we can um you know try to spread right now that that's not there's good. definitely a lot of schools out there that could use the help oh it's oh, and it's not just schools i mean there's mm-hmm. it's just goes, communities yes in communities is a good word to use uh you know we don't just serve schools we serve all sorts of literacy programs and just other organizations. I think the drivers. hardest thing about some doing something like that would be the fact of uh, the van is still a van. 
you know, you mm-hmm. can't, you know, pack up four, five, six volunteers and... No, that's true. They've had, the, the, this is a problem. is only two seats. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> We've discovered this is a little bit of a problem. No, <laughs> yeah. You can you pack seat. plenty of books in those yeah. van, in the van, but, you know, the, if anyone else wants to go along, you've got to have to take a second car. <laughs> you know, when we went to the Navajo Nation, that thing was full, front mm-hmm. to back. And it's a big cargo van, front mm-hmm. to back, to, up, bottom to top. It was about 3,000 books. And uh, so, wow. that, so we kind of know what it holds now. So what you need now <laughs> is heavy. actually someone to donate a motorhome. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, big, a big, a big, big motorhome that has a big towing package. <laughs> we you need can a get diesel a nice truck. <laughs> yeah. Big, just give us a semi. <laughs> there you go. You still have the fifth wheel. Maybe you can cut no, the fifth I wheel. No, I sold it. <laughs> I, I sold it so I can get my car. There, that's true. <laughs> I didn't need yeah. a new car. <laughs> All right, so um, now is Phoenix Comic Con doing anything special for you this year? They're doing, yes. Well, they're always doing something special. So we have uh, kind of the things I mentioned before. There will be a big Saturday night event. Mm-hmm. Um, that's And all, people should understand, when these events are done for us, all of the funds go to us. Nobody takes any money. There's no cost because Phoenix Comic Con shoulders the cost. So the cost of the room and all that, that's there. The cost of AV is them. So all when they buy these tickets for these dances and things, we receive all of that money. So there's the poker tournament. It was on Fridays. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a really fun event. I go to that. <laughs> I have so much fun, and I don't play very well. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I thought about it last year, but I'm sitting there going, I'm such a terrible poker player. <laughs> you know, but it's still fun. I have a blast. They started making me play. You know, I do, uh, used to not play. I'm like, I don't know how to play. And they give me a little cheat card. I'll, I'll, and, have, to, I'll have to wear my, uh, my mask yeah. so that way nobody sees my poker face. <laughs> I, you know, I don't have one, but they still don't know what I'm going to do. I'll wear my cowboy glasses. And the dark gla- or the cowboy hat, the dark glasses. I'll have the full beard going. Like, <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I make all these faces, but they right. don't know if the faces are real or true. Right. Or not. I'm the complete opposite kind of poker face. But um, they're so well run this event, and they are so passionate about helping us. I love these people. It was Lupine Entertainment, Angie and Randy, and they have so many people supporting it, and with prizes and all. It's really a wonderful event. And uh, we have drinks with authors. That's also on Friday. Yeah. I, I was going to go to that last year, and I totally forgot. Yeah, it's really <laughs> really a nice event. People can just hobnob with the authors. They come and they talk, and you know, we have raffles and things going nice. there too. And yeah, it, we, I kept telling myself we need to get Neil um, Gaiman. Uh, yeah, because uh, as I said, I, I'm a big fan of the Star, the Stardust yes. movie, and Charlie Cox uh, is actually going to be at Phoenix Comic Con, so I want to get his autograph. Yes, <laughs> I actually ordered the Stardust poster. Is Neil going to be there? No, oh, he's okay. actually got a. He will be in, here in April. Okay, uh, but at the Mesa uh, Art Center doing that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I did know that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have uh, any other any other events coming up with kids need, kids need to read other than Phoenix Comic Con? Yes, we have one going right now through the through March. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can go eat at the Melting Pot in Awatuki or Scottsdale. Both of them are doing this for us. So mm-hmm. It's the fondue thing they have. We they did this for us before last year. And at one location, we made over $700. So they give us, they are very generous with the proceeds. But um, you order this four-course menu, so it has the salad and has the cheese fondue and then the meat fondue and then Mm -hmm. the the four different, you know, it's got shrimp and all kinds of stuff. And... um, and then the, the the chocolate fondue. Oh yeah, the dessert it's, it's fondue. Fantastic. I've I've done it. I've done it before. I actually went for a friend's birthday party oh. uh, last year, and 
so so fun. It, it's it's, so it's, fun, it's isn't entertaining. It? Yes. While you eat, it just it's, it, there's something about it. It just really promotes like camaraderie, like yeah. talking and stuff. Because you're just sitting there cooking your little thing, little pie. I, I don't know. I thought it was great fun. Well, oh, yeah. So now two locations are doing it for us this year. So it's through March. March. So okay. that's a really. I just want. I told the amount just so people would know. We're not just getting forty dollars from yeah. it. You know, it's it's. We'll probably get like you know fifteen hundred or something. It's it's really good. a good fundraiser. A very solid uh, support. And then uh, we have another wonderful event scheduled at April 9th. It's a Sunday afternoon. Uh, it's called Literacy Laughs. It's at the National Comedy Theater of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, nas- not of Phoenix, National Comedy Theater of Phoenix. It's in mm. Mesa, actually, on Longmore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're doing a, a show for us, and we receive all of the proceeds of these tickets. Nice. So they're just doing it to be kind to us. We receive 100% of the proceeds of those tickets. And uh, and then we'll have raffles, and there's a costume contest. There'll be, you know, prizes, kids. Well, it's all family-friendly, nice. and it's an improv um, so that so what they do is they do like uh, like you can take a quote from Shakespeare and they'll do a whole improv about it. Kind of like the old so, uh, whose line is it anyway? Y- yes, type thing. And, yeah. and they involve That's still running. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And they'll involve the family and the kids, and so it's very interactive and so very fun family event. So it's April 9th. We get it all. They're very, very supportive of us. They do book drives for us all the time, and the, this you can also bring books if you want. It's optional, of course, but we, right. we can bring books new or like new for the page coach. Um, and, they, and like I said, they can, we can wear costumes and participate in the costume contests. Yeah, so you, you cosplayers out there might want might to look this up. Oh, <laughs> and there is going to mm-hmm. be, um, you can, anybody that's coming is entered for a chance to win two full passes to Phoenix Comic Con. Full passes so the whole weekend. So there there's there's another opportunity that's for you guys to right. uh, to check out Phoenix Comic Con too. That's right. <laughs> so uh, well again we, we just want to say you know thank you just for giving us the opportunity to have you on the show oh, thank and just you. for for you know talking about this like I said this wonderful organization that I mean if you're listening definitely check out kidsneedtoread.org um, you know it, it Give a little, give a lot. It, you know, even a little means so much to one person who doesn't have a book that's going to get a book from this organization. And I just want to point out, because some people don't understand that there's kids who don't have books. Mm-hmm. There are 32 and a half million children in this country, million, that don't have access to books. They live in neighborhoods that don't have libraries or else they don't have transportation to libraries. They don't, their schools can't afford to buy books. They don't have books in their homes. These are the kind of kids we are helping. They are living under very heavy challenges. Mm-hmm. And, you know, books are not just about reading. They're also tools for the future. They teach these children who believe that the world they live in is the world that will always be for them. Talking about drug violence, yeah, I mean, drug, drug abuse and gang violence yeah. and all this kind of stuff. These books... Help them dream for a different mm-hmm. future. They're so very important. Yes, and that's what we're that's what we are doing here. Yeah, so definitely, guys. You know, even even if you just check it check it out, just to spread the word, definitely check out Kids Need to Read. Um, so, uh, 
like I said, once again, thank you for being on the show. And now it's t- time for us to do some self-promoting. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Uh, so we actually had something very special happen this last week. Yes, finally. Yes, very, very special. Uh, Con Air Radio is now on iTunes. iTunes it is. That's right. So if you do have an Apple product or you do like having a, having that type of stuff, Feel free to check it. Check us out on iTunes. We are up and running. All of our past shows are on there, and every show that we're doing from now on will also be on iTunes. So definitely check that out. Subscribe to us, and uh, we definitely again we want to hear from you. So if you do follow us on Facebook, drop us a line. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if uh, there's something you want to you want to hear us do, uh, hear us talk about or whatnot. Uh, especially with all the great. Uh, superhero and comic book movies coming out this next summer. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely going to be a big one for us. You can check out uh, Flash. Uh, Flash this week's Flash. It had the uh, musical. Yeah, the, the the musical episode of Flash. I heard that was awesome. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna I just definitely check it, it out. Night, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and of course, always follow us on Twitter, Conair Radio. Uh, of course, I'm Conair Jared. Uh, definitely. Check us out, all, all the social media, just Conair Radio. Find us, like us, subscribe to us, and tell your friends. And especially because we're going to be, hopefully pretty soon, getting a couple of passes to Phoenix Comic Con. Hint, hint. That we're going to be giving out. So make sure you keep an eye on our Facebook page. And of course, the more you follow us, the more opportunity you'll actually have to get these passes. Now, and also, you're going to have to realize you will have to listen to the podcast to get these these tickets. We will have a, like a special question or a secret word, but you'll have to hear the podcast to know what it is. Right. So uh, definitely check us out. So... Uh, I guess that's gonna that's gonna do it for this episode. That it is. That it is. Okay, so uh, definitely be listening to us. We're gonna ag- be having a little bit more of a conversation too with Phoenix with somebody from Phoenix Comic Con in the next coming weeks. April nineteenth. April nineteenth, and also uh, I just got word that uh, the Blue Ribbon Army, the uh, co-creators, we wanna we wanna get get them in and talk to them, and they're they're more than willing to uh, to actually speak with us. Do we have to twist any more arms because you know, they gotta get in here? Yeah, well, we, we, we don't have to twist any more arms. We're going to make some special arrangements and make things happen. All righty. So much love for Blue Ribbon Army. Oh, yeah. It's Blue They're Ri- the ones who do our dances on Saturday. Yes. Oh, that's remember. Yeah, I remember. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so definitely if you guys uh, know about the Blue Ribbon Army or part of the Blue Ribbon Army, definitely drop us a line and listen in because you're going to be hearing from our illustrious leaders. <laughs> <laughs> so from all of us here at Con Air Radio, we'll catch you next time. Good night. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight.
Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.